We're bringing this podcast episode from a special event that we put on for our audience. We actually called it Wealthy Coach. And in uh, Wealthy Coach, we trained hard for five straight days and really unlocked the secrets to not just building a profitable coaching business, but what it required in order to get there, what um, what wealth really meant, what what it was like to really create big things in your life and in your business. And it was, we got such incredible feedback on this experience that I wanted to bring you day one of the wealthy coach experience. And in this day, we talked about the millionaire mindset code. And again, we got such incredible feedback on um, the content and the training and all the breakthroughs that happened as a result of this experience. And so I wanted to share a little snippet of you for you um, because I think it will be very, very um, just encouraging and give you a little bit of that power motivation that you might be looking for or waiting for um, in order to go create massive results. So I hope you enjoy this. Welcome to Captivate and Close. I'm Kinsey Mackis, business consultant and marketing strategist, and I'm going to show you how to attract and enroll high paying clients using my breakthrough online marketing strategies, all without having to rely on complicated funnels, disingenuous clickbait, or spammy sales tactics. These are the messaging, marketing, and selling secrets that virtually no one is talking about. So let's dive in. Welcome to day one of Wealthy Coach Five Day Challenge. Oh my gosh, happy Monday. (laughs) Happy Monday. I know. I feel like it's Monday. It's like the beginning of the year and I don't know about everybody else, but I feel like it's never like the beginning of the year is here. Everything's just is opening up and happening. It's, I feel like I'm like, boo, boo, boo. like this morning with the technology, I'm like, why is my microphone not working? There's nothing plugged in. <laughs> Mic check, all the things. I know we're like shoving things. kids out the door. You guys, okay, let's dive in. Like without further ado, let's rock and roll. We want to honor your time. We know how busy you are. I mean, hello. Both of us are moms, three kids, like very demanding husbands. And um, we're busy and we know you're busy too. So we really want to be clear and concise this week. We want to make this very worth your time. Um, And so we'll dive in, but I'll start off by saying welcome. And really the purpose of this challenge, it's really not going to be like you're hustly, like do the work, like we have all this homework for you. Um, It really was birthed out of a conversation that Jenny and I were having, I don't know, a couple months ago. We were sort of starting to like vision storm this idea of, well, we know as coaches that everybody wants the goal setting process for the new year. So of course, like how do we give our people what they want? But it sort of transpired from there based on conversations that we've been having with our clients, um, what we've been seeing in the industry, where people are getting hung up. And we really just started to vision storm this experience um, for you to create um, to create a container where um, you can get the tangible things. Like we're going to be doing a lot of 
um, you know, goal designing and really thinking about what is your offer for 2022 and how are you going to hit your revenue goals? What does the marketing and selling looks like or look like? Like we love talking about that. We also want to back up a little bit. And what we feel like the market is missing and where we're seeing a lot of people stall out is obviously the inner game. Now, I don't want to call this mindset because I think it's so overdone, but we're going to dive deeper into what that looks like. And we call this the millionaire mindset code because there's a cer- there's certain elements of this and what this looks like, right? When you're, um, be- when you're, <laughs> Aside from like being an entrepreneur, right? Like just going on the journey of life, there is a lot that surfaces, right? That you may or may not be aware of that's going to hinder you from getting what you want out of business and in life. And so this week, this is really this experience to pour into you guys, help you uncover a lot of the junk that you've got in there, but also build the roadmap so you can 2X, 5X, 10X your revenue for this year. I'm so excited. Jenny, what do you want to add to that? I I don't think I have a lot to really add other than I'm really excited and just kind of like back up everything that you're saying, because I, as an entrepreneur and a coach, it can be really hard to be in that place of like, this is the year. And then you're kind of like, I feel like it's like Ricky Bobby with your hands. Like, okay, there's so much to do. And it can get frustrating because it's like, how do you even set a goal? And I feel like there's all these people out there throwing like all the numbers and like, maybe I should just be running for those goals. So really having a place where we can help people to really set goals that matter that you can actually hit is so important. And it's so much more fun too. And that's why I'm excited because I think a lot of people are just going to enjoy this more than it having to be that sort of like hustle and grind and just do hard things all the time mentality. Oh my gosh. Yes. And I like how fun, like we had so much fun last year and it feels weird to say last year. Cause obviously we're still in the freshies of 2022, but we had so much fun. And obviously there's within the entrepreneurial journey, you cannot avoid the really hard shit. Like you just can't, you have to go through it. If you want to, um, if you want to build something that's um, worth something, but you should look back and say, Oh my gosh, I had so much fun, like so much fun. So if you guys want 2022 to be your best year ever, while also having the most fun ever, like, can you comment fun below? Like we're going to have a party this week because we want you to kick off 2022 strong and we want you to have fun. Like if, if you're not having fun, then what is it all for, right? So comment fun below and we'll start to dive in. Like, this is so fun. Speaking of fun, this is like their word of the year. Um, so comment fun below if you're ready to kick off. Now, a couple housekeeping um, items, if you will. First of all, while this is a very different way that we do are doing this experience, so usually, you know, we'll give you a companion guide and we have very set um, expectations. We really wanted this to flow and just be, uh, we're like lean into our feminine energy. And so we don't have official companion guides for you, but here's the thing. We will give you information that you will take. And there's elements of that, that you will implement. Now information alone will not get you results, right? Information alone will not get you results. Repeat after me in the comment section, information alone will not get you results. And so at the end of each training, which we will be going live with you Monday through Friday, right here, right now, 10 a.m. Mountain time, um, same time in this group every day, Monday through Friday, 
But at the end of each training, we will give you some uh, an exercise to really anchor in so that you can take what you've learned and implement it. Because we know that action creates results, okay? So it would be not worth your time or our time to pour into you guys for you to hold it to yourself and do nothing with it. So we ask that you take some sort of action, right, from what you've learned this week and each day. Again, we're going to give you what that looks like after each training. Also, we're sending you daily emails and daily texts. So you have the reminder of what our topics are and how to come prepared. And again, if you're not having fun, (laughs) then let us know. We want to make sure you're having fun, (laughs) but that's really the key element. Okay. So we're talking today, we're talking about, uh, the millionaire mindset code tomorrow. We're going to go deeper into the wealthy coach goal setting process. Okay. This is really what we've been studying in our own business and also peers in the industry, like the, the, the secrets that wealthy coaches know to setting and achieving goals. Okay. We're going to talk about that tomorrow, which is Tuesday, I think. Wednesday, we're going to chunk that down even further and talk about your 90 day plan. We're going to show you the accelerated revenue formula to take something, right? A plan and know how to implement it so that you can achieve your, your goals for the year. And then we get even more tactical with you on Thursday, talking about your signature offer, because let's be honest, if you are not bringing in revenue, you're not a business, but how do we bring in revenue, right? We sell. And so this is an important element of your strategy for 2022 as your signature offer. And then Friday, we talk about marketing and selling that offer. So we're literally giving you the plug and play blueprint for your 2022 to make it your best year ever. So good. All right. So give me some like fire um, emojis in the chat section below um, to let me know you're ready. Like, let's crush it. Let's crush it, you guys. I just want to see who's here with us. This is so fun. Yes, I know we've got Laura's on, Jen's on, Beck's here. I think I saw LaJoya's on, Megan, Cole. And a lot of people, a lot of you guys live somewhere warm. Oh, so jealous. It's like 20 degrees here today. And my daughter tried to leave without a coat. I was like, you're crazy, girl. Crazy. Okay, let's dive in. Um, Jenny, I would love, I think, first of all, like, I think what I would love for you to share like kind of putting you on the spot here. Um, when we think about internal, right? And the millionaire mindset code will we'll uncover that for you. Kate says 79 degrees. That's ridiculous. I don't even know what that would feel like right now. Um, let's talk about, so when we think about the millionaire mindset code, we're, we're going to uncover that for you here in a minute. But when I think conceptually today, right? When we think about the blocks, like most people aren't even aware that they're the reason, right? They're not achieving their things, achieving their goals. Um, I would love, like, is there a moment that you had that you realized, like, um, it's not about the strategy. It's like the inner game. And like, could you even contextualize that even further? Like what comes up for you when you think about your own personal blocks when it comes to entrepreneurship? Yeah, I think this is something, it's a really great question to ask because I think a lot of times we see people out there and we're like, must be nice. That girl just posts something on social media and people click by and like, I should have that expectation on myself. And so we get to work thinking that we need to set up that sort of like 
looking attractive, attracting people that just, you know, whatever we think it is, but really what's happening in that is not a problem with our businesses. It's a problem with who we think we are, what we think we deserve, what we think we're allowed to do and what we have the capacity to do. And so in my life, I really, when I became a coach, a professional coach four years ago, I was first certified as a health coach. And I really like a lot of coaches thought that I would just tell people I'm a health coach and they're like, great, Jenny's amazing. I want to work with her. Here's some money. And, you know, I got some clients, but I didn't understand at all that there was a way I could make that so much easier for myself. And so instead of really, um, I dove first into like, oh, everybody else has like a really flashy website and I have to have like all these really amazing things. I need more followers. That's the problem, you know, where we kind of think that that's the answer. But really what was happening inside me is I was feeling imposter syndrome. I was already looking for more certifications to get. I was, I was capping myself. And I know we're going to talk about money a lot this week, so we'll go into that. But I had a real limit to how much I was allowing myself to make. And I didn't realize that a lot of you might be hearing that thinking like, oh, not me, like give me the lotto funds. But in reality, when it comes to feeling worthy and valuable enough that you are able to take, receive, and appreciate money when it comes to in that form of abundance and clients, there's a lot of work there to do. And so for me, it was like once I really learned that I am in my own way much more than the algorithm, um, people not liking my reels or whatever, it's amazing how things just start to happen. So Mm -hmm. That's so good. We talk about this a lot. You know, people do come to us, right? Because we, um, inside of our uh, higher ticket programs, we have three core pillars, right? It's the mindset, the marketing, and the selling. Most people come to us because of the marketing, right? (laughs) People avoid sales, so we won't even talk about that. But um, what we know is the fundamentals to building a thriving business, um, in this case, a thriving coaching business, is your mindset, right? Being able to market and then being able to sell. But most people, and this was me, this was me all of 2021. They'll say things like, oh, I don't need the mindset. Okay. And I think like my personal story, even from, so when I hit my first hundred K, I was like, oh, boom, it's on. Like, I'll just, now I'm going to hit a million, right? Easy peasy. Like I had so much fun. It felt easy. Um, like, you know, nothing's getting in my way, but that was actually where I hit my biggest, um, my biggest inner demons, if you will. And there was a lot of things that surfaced for me that I didn't even realize were there. And it manifested into the thinking that I didn't have the right strategy, right? I didn't have the right mentor or, uh, I didn't, to your point, like I didn't have enough followers or whatever, but it's never about that. And so what we want, want to help you guys uncover today is what are the elements that are going to create success for you? And what are the elements that are actually uh, most likely that you're unaware of that are um, that are getting in your way? So um, I want you guys, if you guys have a second, those of you joining us, and if you're catching the replay, comment replay below, but um, play along with this here too, if you're catching the replay. But if you guys are already aware of something that you know is, has uh, like, so a perfect example is imposter syndrome. We hear this all the time with our clients is like, I'm not good enough to teach that. Who am I to be a coach on that? I don't have enough experience, right? Have you, I'm curious to know how many of you ever has struggled. And this is like in a very safe space 
Um, this is this is group full of women, like-minded coaches. Leverage this community to your advantage and, and the amazing, brilliant women we have here. Um, but let us know, like, is there anything that you already are aware of that you know is getting in your way from launching your offer or making more offers or, um, you know, I don't know, um, uh, posting on social, right? Um, what is it that's stopping you from taking that next step in your business? I would love to know if you guys already have this awareness, share below. If you don't, we want, we want to start going a little bit deeper here. Now, um, I would love for you guys. Do you care if I share, jump in and share one thing that I continually struggle with? Like if anybody else is like, needing something while you guys are thinking. One thing that I think I'll probably have to struggle with my entire or work with my entire life is this notion that I need to work harder in order to earn more money. And so I think, you know, Midwest, like you got to work harder. If they're 24 hours in the day and you can work for all of them, you're more valuable. So really when it comes to an entrepreneur though, that's like the kiss of death because you will never be able to do more in your mind. Good. Yeah. So it's so Kate just said, still operating like a corporate drone, providing a ton of support without asking for a sell. And I think this is where this dovetails to working harder, Um, especially if you have a corporate background. That's where I came from. And although I, I had already worked hard enough for a whole decade and I sort of took a vow to myself that I would never, um, I would, I, I, I walked into entrepreneurship with already having the belief that I knew I could work less and make more money and have a bigger impact. Um, but a lot of people, but I still catch myself in the overachieving sort of state of mind. Like I need to be doing more, right? I'm not getting the results. So I need to try harder. How many of you guys have ever, um, how many of you guys have ever experienced that? And also, right. If you guys have ever heard us train on the four levels of value, I feel like we should bring that out, um, tomorrow, but yeah, levels of value, right? So the, the lies that we have adopted similar to in order to make more money, you have to work harder. How many of you guys have been living that living parts of that? Know somebody that is living in that space. Like this is ultimate burnout, ultimate burnout. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. Kalika says, yes, definitely can relate. I think I spent all of 2021 trying to do more. Yes. And this is how we see it play out. Usually when I see, when we see our clients and Jenny works really deep with the mindset with our clients. Um, and so she spots this much more efficiently than I do. But what we see is like when somebody's trying to do more or try harder, there's a deep seated belief there that we need to uncover. Um, what are some other things, Jenny, that you have seen um, in the work that you do with uh, our clients? Yeah, I think just even taking it farther, that whole working harder and identifying where that's from and looking at sort of what can also be paired with that is people's perception. If mm-hmm. I make too much money and, and I'm like going on vacation, you know, my parents are going to think that I, there's something up, you know, the people I grew up with. And so there's this other thing that's like, I need people to see me working hard. This kind of attachment, I think, especially as a mom, I know some of you out there are moms too. I have three little kids. Like it's, it's sort of like uncool to be rested and like, who does she well, must be nice privileged. And so really allowing your mindset to say like, am I willing to make mm-hmm. more money? and get sleep at night and feel good about myself. Like really asking yourself right there, because a lot of times what I run into with people to answer your question is it's like, 
I don't know if that's okay. Like I need, I need to work hard. I need to be busy all the time. And that's something, you know, I'm speaking my own truth here because mm-hmm. it's so easy to feel like, but I'm super tired and doing all these things. This must mean that the money tree is just going to start growing behind me now. So really just observing yourself, I think is really huge and exciting when you can do it without that judgment on yourself too. You know what I mean? Oh, that's so good. I love that Jenny, that was gold. You guys, that was gold. I want to unpack that for a minute um, because I think when you, so there's two extremes here. When you think about mindset in the traditional sense and like being aware of your thoughts and the patterns that they create, I think there's two extremes. It's the completely unaware, which sometimes I wish I were completely unaware, right? It's like be much more easier to go through life sometimes. And then there's the 100% overly aware. Now, what happens is unaware is that you will continue being in the strategy of and thinking that your circumstances create your results. That's where I think where the unawareness comes from. It also, I think, stops somebody from living a very complete and full present life, right? When you think circumstances are the thing that create your reality for life. Now, the, the aware, they're like so in it. They're so in it. And I think what happens is if you go to the, the extreme over here, what happens is there's judgment that occurs. So when you become aware of your thoughts mm-hmm. and how that plays out, then the judging comes in and then it creates an additional spiraling of those thought patterns. You judge yourself for having those thoughts, but here's the thing, like you literally cannot avoid having these thoughts. And when I say thoughts, it's things like, I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. Like all of us as humans, our brains will have those thoughts. You cannot avoid it at any level of business. If you think it'll go away, it just becomes bigger, right? Because bigger businesses, bigger problems, bigger thought errors. And so if you think it's going to go away, think again, right? And so you cannot avoid it. What happens is you become a better observer of it and you can remove the judgment because I think judgment on your thoughts creates a whole nother wave of guilt and shame and spiraling, right? We put that meaning there. It's like, oh, well, this must mean I'm lazy or I'm just not ever going to be successful or it must mean that everybody's got it easier. And then we start, like you recall, I love the word, the term thought error because our brains are not wired for success. Our brains are wired to keep us where we are because where we are is safe. Whether or not you feel miserable right now and you're at your last wits end about something, it's still survivable for you. And there is a piece of your amazingly powerful, but often wrong brain that's like, we can't get better because we've never survived better. We've never survived wealthier. We've never survived. So we got to keep it here. And so like Kinsey's saying, like really learning to feel into that Mm -hmm. instead of think into that is really powerful. So good. That was gold. You guys, are you loving this? This is so good. So this is so like, just give us some emojis in the chats below. Like this is so good. These are the conversations that we need to be having more of to bring more fullness to our coaching space, like to the coaching industry, right? I am so tired of like these, like hack the algorithm and like grow your, like, like all the things. And now here's the thing, like, we really want you to anchor and we're going to, over the next couple of days, really, I want you to anchor in this idea of, of 
um, money and impact. We're going to talk more about that because that's also, those are some trigger words, but I really, it, this is so important you guys. What we're talking about today is the ultimate game. You know, I went to, um, I went to a mastermind event in October of last year and, um, it was fascinating. So this was where you guys might've, I did a podcast episode on this. If you haven't already heard it, you should go check it out. But I talk about, uh, I think it's like key takeaways from my 40 K mastermind and what was it, it was literally fascinating. So talk about imposter syndrome, right? I am like amongst a room full of like the top leading in industry or top leading um, business owners in my, in our industry. And I'm probably like the, the low, like bottom of the totem pole in my mind. Right. And so we, I go there and it creates all these feelings of imposter syndrome and unworthiness, right. Which I have to work through. And I like have the literal manifestation of like physical uncomfortability, like sweating and like, like anxiety. I'm like crying to my husband on the phone. I'm like, I can't go in the room. Like all these insane, ridiculous things. Right. And what happened was, um, uh, when we, we, we got a little bit of training and we, we did some like strategy level, just a little bit of strategy level things. But when it came time to just like general, question and answer session where we could really pick the brains of our mentors. Um, you know, I'm like thinking like, okay, I need to like really nail in my, um, my ad campaign. Right. And so I'm like thinking of like what I'm going to ask him is for for my app, for my ad campaigns. But thankfully I wasn't the first person to ask question. Cause what I noticed is nobody asked questions around strategy. Right. So there was, and again, these are eight, nine, 10 figure business owners. Nobody's talking about strategy. It's all about energy and, and your brain and level of fulfillment. And um, how do you ebb and flow with the ebb and flow of entrepreneurship? How do you stay fully present as a parent, as a business owner? Like these are the conversations we're having. And it's unfortunate that that isn't inserted more into the industry and that people are being sold these like, again, band-aid solutions to entrepreneurship. Cause I think it just creates so much spinning, so much spinning. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think it's really important that you guys understand that these, while every, a lot of people will say, and I get it. Like I was there too. Like, I don't need the mindset. Most likely if you're saying that you're, you need it the most. <laughs> I was there too, but, yeah. um, but what I want you to really take away is that it really like entrepreneurship really is just a freaking inner growth journey. And if you're not here for it, if you're not there for it, right. Like you will experience, like it's the burnout, it's the trying harder. It's more feelings of unworthiness. Like you will dig yourself a deeper hole. If you don't, um, really start, uh, not just paying attention to it, but doing the work, like and there's no start and finish to this, Jenny. Like, and you're a really good reminder of this. Like, this isn't like a destination. We're not, we don't, once it's done, it's done. Like mm-hmm. it's an, ev- an evolution yeah. of work. Yeah. I think the, I think the most important thing when you step out to do anything is to really make sure that you're encompassing all that really matters. Because when we just kind of want to 
put our heads in the sand about relationships that are really hard or, you know, our terrible finances or anything like that. And we just want to work on business because the business is the answer to the question or the answer to the problem. And when I just make 5,000 more dollars a month, when I just make 10K, I don't want that much money. You know, like we start saying that and ignore, ignore, ignore what's going on inside. I'm not here for mindset. I'm not here for that. I want you to tell me what to do so that I can make, okay, that's, that's on Google. Like you don't need, you don't need a coach for that. Like get on Google. You can find out exactly how Mark Zuckerberg built Facebook. The reason you're not building Facebook isn't because you don't have the steps there. The reason you're not building your version of Facebook is because you're terrified. You don't have the right support. You don't want to make that much money, you know, all, whatever it is. And you guys, it goes back. It's, it sucks, but it's also really awesome because everybody is constantly going through it. It's a lifelong journey. And that is why, like Kinsey said, like the more you get into it, the more personal growth you can find, the more business growth you're going to have. In fact, I tell my, my clients, our clients, when we have one of the paradigms is your business growth is a reflection of your personal growth, period. Mm -hmm. So good. Yeah. And it's like, how willing are you? And you asked that question earlier and it's true. You guys, I want to know, like for, for those of you with us, it's, this is where I think people will quit is they're not willing and it's too uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And they, again, they think it, it, I think, again, it plays out as it's being too hard or my launch isn't converting or my ad isn't converting or my following isn't growing. Like that's how it's going. That's the reasons that your brain is going to tell you that it's not working. But at the end of the day, it's because you're not willing to go deeper with yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I want to know, like, are you guys willing to do the work? Um, like comment willing. I want to know, like, are you here for it? And, and there's something to be said about like a hobbyist versus like, this is your life's mission. And I would love for you, like comment yes below, like I'll pause right there. Just comment yes below or willing, like, are you willing to go the long haul? Are you willing to do the inner work? Are you willing to get uncomfortable? Are you willing to make this your life's work? And again, we don't have to be, if you're not like totally spun up about your coaching program or your coaching offer right now, that's fine. Like we don't have, we don't have to be like, oh my gosh, this is my mission. That's not required per se to build a successful business, but there has to be some sort of connection to what you're doing um, to write the heart of you. And it's okay if we don't know what that looks like exactly yet, but there has to be some, some fire there, right? Willing. Oh, Kalika says, I think so. Okay. Tell me, I would love to unpack that because I love that you were upfront about it. And I think there's a lot of people that might be questioning, like, I don't know, am I, what, um, tell us more Kalika about, I think so. And while you're letting us know, Jenny, where do you think what would be preventing somebody from saying, yes, I am willing. Yeah. Well, first of all, I know I'm looking at that too, Kalika. I think that's amazing that you're being really feeling into that. And I think actually what I would follow that with is the question is, Mm -hmm. you know, what, what would you need to have in place for it to be safe for you to go forward and thinking about what that looks like in your life. And you guys, there is no right or wrong answer, but when you're like, I'm willing, like, there may be a belief that like, maybe I really can't do this. Maybe my dreams are too big. I don't know about you guys, but that's one that I run into a lot. Um, in almost every single person I talk to starting with myself, because it's like, am I allowed to want this? Am I in the circumstances of my life? We're all adults. 
And so, mm-hmm. you know, we've all got a lot of complexity to what's going on every single day. Am I allowed to dream this thing? So really asking what would need to be safe? What would need to be true for you in order for that success for it to be like, I am so willing. I'm there yesterday. So I love that. That's so powerful. Yes. I hope that that helped Kalika. And if you're willing to share, feel free um, to pop more thoughts in the chat, but I think it's really important. And it's like, if you just, if you just do it because you think you should, or you do it because everybody else told you, you should, right? Like that's where we're going to have lot. It's like, you know, there, the, the why isn't there. And so it will again, cause more burnout. Now, one of the things that Jen says is um, willing. Yes. Because honestly, I love what I do and I'm in the dark about why I'm not more successful. So open to inner work. And I want to talk about this a little bit. You guys, one of the biggest, biggest um, assets you have is being able to question your brain. I want you guys to look at your brain as a powerful tool and it can work against you or it can work for you, but you have to train it to work for you. If left undone, it will work against you. It's sort of like you're, you guys have probably heard this analogy of like a garden, right? Your, your flowers take work and nurturing to grow, but weeds, man, they'll freaking grow no matter what. And then more powerfully, right? If you don't, if you leave unattended, this is your brain also. And so one of the things, one of the easiest way to continue to train it and be in partner with your brain, because again, it, your brain isn't who you are. It's a tool with inside of you. And so one of the things you can constantly be doing is questioning your brain. Okay. So one of the things that I did a lot of 2021, guys, 2021 was a big inner growth year for me, um, was asking instead of asking what isn't working or looking at things outside of me and trying to like put the pieces together. I'm like big into numbers, love data, my background's data. And so I'm really good at looking at the math. Object and looking at things objective, objectively, right? To say, oh, this, you know, and you can get, and those are important. We'll look, we'll look at some of the numbers in a couple of days. Those are definitely important because again, they do tell a story. But the bigger piece is asking, pointing the finger back at yourself and asking yourself, why am I not more successful? Right. I think one of the things that I, when I first started, um, business, I would look at other big in, like influencers or leaders in our space. And I like place them on a pedestal. And I kept looking at them as something different or like something more or something bigger, better than me. And would constantly be like, well, what are they doing that I'm not doing? Or how are they, why, how did they create success? You cannot be comparing yourself to others it's really about what are you, again, what are you willing to do questioning? Why are you not successful? Like most people know why if you ask them, you, you can, you all know why, like, and sometimes maybe it's a, and I don't know, Jenny, give, give me your feedback here. But I think if a lot of people are aware to, okay, that this is probably why I'm not successful. I'm not consistent. Like I'm not being, you know, I'm not, I don't know. But sometimes there might be a gray area. And I think when there's the grayness there and you can't answer that question, I think there's a level of force that's, that's trained to occur within you that it's like, oh, I need it to happen faster or I need Mm -hmm. it to happen this specific way. And you're sort of like white knuckling your success 
which creates, again, the spin out of like trying harder, working harder, et cetera. But I would love to know, like, what, like, what is a way that people could sort of quickly identify, well, why am I not successful? What questions uh-huh. do they ask themselves? Yeah. And I, I actually, so Kalika actually has a great answer for that on here. Um, she says, I think the hesitation um, to say I'm all in is the fear of failure. If I don't commit 100%, then I don't have to accept failure. If I hold back just a little in my mind from committing, then I can subconsciously blame failure and the fact that I just wasn't trying that hard. Lika, thank you so much for sharing that, by the way, because that is really resonates with, I think probably just about every person in here to some level. And so what do you do? Like Kinsey's asking when you recognize that and how you can say, okay, in my mind, like in my conscious mind, I'm choosing to be successful. I'm choosing to be done with that, but there's still these blocks that are like, Ooh, okay. But like, I still find myself rolling into those habits. And that's where it takes sort of like a little bit of an adjustment out and saying, okay, I'm going to look at all of this and what do I want to be experiencing instead? Because it's really easy to look at what we don't want, what we're doing wrong, what we feel like we're, uh, you know, all our shortcomings. I mean, I bet if I asked you guys 10 ways you could improve just as a general human, you would give me 20. But if I asked you 10 ways you're doing really great, you would probably say, I'm a good mom. uh, Mm -hmm. And then the eyes start to roll, right? Because it's like, I... I don't know, because that's where we're so focused on what we don't want. So kind of changing the game for yourself and kind of making, you know, the critter brain part of your, your cortex brain, giving it a little rest and saying, okay, I get that. That's scary to be scared of that. And it is very convenient and it's working out really well to not be successful because so far you haven't died from feeling. So it's working, right? So looking at what you would rather experience instead and not necessarily going out and creating it. But sitting into that vision and letting yourself do that mental rehearsal of, okay, I'm showing up every week this month and I'm planning my content, whatever it is for you that you know you need to do, because I think you know the answers much more than that we can tell you what to do. But really sitting into that and living through that in your mind, visualizing that, and then experiencing that it might actually be fun. And then you get more clients out of it or sell more products or whatever your business is based on. And then that's where that comes from. And that's why when Kinsey's talking about like, it was really fun. It's because it's not that like, oh, I just hope and pray, like posting and praying strategy or anything like that. So really just asking yourself, what do I want to experience instead? And then allowing yourself to sort of sit into that. Is that safe? Is that okay? And, and, and as an example, a lot of times personal relationships can really come into play there. So if you're in an area where maybe people that are successful entrepreneurs are really threatening to your friend group, or your parents don't think what you do is serious, or you have a spouse that's not supportive. That's where those things can really come into play where we're feeling like we're running something so bad and it's not happening. And that's where that kind of, you know, you can go down a lot of different avenues there with that inner work. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh, that was fire, Jenny. Thank you for sharing that, Kalika, too. And I think this is 100% common. We're going to talk about this tomorrow because we find that one of the biggest things that prevents people from either setting goals or setting goals that really lights your heart on fire is the fear of not achieving them. And so, um, and I think, uh, Rhiannon, you speak to this as well. So we're definitely talk about that. Um, and it's this idea of fear of failure. If, and it's like, well, if I set goals that I can achieve, then I don't have to say I failed. Right. And we're going to talk about more about that. And like, what is the purpose of actually setting goals? Cause it's not to achieve them. 
Um, but I want to talk about Laura. She says, my most limiting, my most limiting belief is to always have a safety net. This is good. Uh, I think this is a lot for a lot of scenarios. Um, you know, if you're still full-time working or trying to get out of a job, um, I, I don't know, Laura, if you could give us some more context too, that might be helpful. This was a uh, very prevalent for me as well. When I started my business, I was still in my corporate career and it felt really scary to remove that safety net, if you will. But here's the thing, and this is goes along the lines of everything that we're talking about here. It really is. And Jenny, you alluded to this a little bit too, is like, who, where are you putting the, like what value and where is the value being placed outside of yourself? So it's like, if you're looking for the support of your husband to grow your business, like you may not find that there. If you're looking at your business to be your safety net, probably not going to find that there either. And it really comes back to, we're just like full circle. Are you, do you have your own back? Can you find that worthiness and value inside of you, right? Regardless of how the circumstances are playing out, right? Because this is this is really big for me. Is I I had an identity crisis, right? Because for a full ten years, I built all this time, spent all this money, time, and energy building this corporate career identity that I literally just walked away from, and I had this huge identity crisis. But, and I thought I had released that, but from that came more identity problems. Like, who am I? Like, and placing my identity in other things. And this goes for your business. Like your business revenue cannot be, cannot give you the validation that you're worthy or not, or successful or not. That has to come from inside of you. And that's the constant practice of having your own back, doing the reflection, building your certainty with yourself, building your belief in yourself, then you can stop chasing, right? All the validation from other people, like how this plays out simply like people crowdsourcing opinions, like, Mm -hmm. oh, if I, and this is top of mind, but like when people will ask, like, would you pay this amount of money for this thing? Like, that's the worst thing you could do, right? Or just crowdsourcing opinions. Like, I, it drives me crazy. Like, mm-hmm. stop crowdsourcing yourself and build the trust for you, right? To believe in yourself, to make the right decision, you know, right decisions, um, to have your back no matter what. That is, that's going to create longevity for you. Yeah. And I think the, the crowdsourcing, I know I see those things too. And it's just so hard because what I see is somebody who just wants permission to be successful. Like if everybody could just comment on this post that absolutely, and I will buy it, send me the link. We're all on board. We totally get what you do. You never get that. You always get people that are like, oh, please. I hired a coach like that once and everybody's doing it. So yeah. And what happens is it completely stunts you from growing that authentic organic business that you are meant to create. Because I think every, like, it's so important to know just because you're a coach doesn't mean you are like any other coach out there. What you're bringing to the table is the entirety of your life and your life's experiences, not just your training or the work background that you have. And so understanding that it's very important that you're not going with the flow and that you're doing your own thing and not looking for, you know, now it's one thing if you're going to ask people, what makes me different? Why are you following me? What stands out to me about you? That's different because that's 
asking individual questions, but when it's just kind of looking for permission, that's when we start to create a business like somebody else's business. Yeah. And you know how hard, you know, this video doesn't go viral the second time. Right? You've got to be your own version of viral. So oh not that you have to go viral, but what I'm saying is like, yes. they need to know you for you. Oh, fire. That was so good. And I think that, oh, this is, oh, no. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to, sorry, guys, squirrel. So Rhiannon says, knowing yourself that you are good and worthy and successful and that it doesn't come from the validation of others. I know it's often said, but this is a really hard one to truly put in place. Yeah. So, and this is a journey. I think this, again, it's not that those feelings won't go away or the, like you catching yourself wanting the validation of others. I don't think that ever goes away, but I think you, you equip yourself with the awareness and the tools to see it right. And then move away from it, move through it, whatever that looks like. Mm -hmm. And so I think where you could get hung up is believing again, it goes back to judging, right? Like if this is coming up, judging yourself that it's coming up, but it's, it's very natural. Um, so I love that you said that Rhiannon. And I think as coaches too, coaches are natural empaths. We feel very deeply, we kind of chameleon to the people around us and their needs are so, it's what makes you a really good coach, Rhiannon. Like if you're a coach, I'm sure you're, that's why you're here, but like really diving into like, okay, this is a strength, but what I call it is also the dark side of that strength. Yeah. The dark side of being a really big empath and somebody who's really great at being a coach is you're going to pick it up the second somebody disapproves of you. You're going to pick it up the second that somebody's like, oh, you're not meeting my expectation. Like, hmm, that's interesting and maybe not a good way. Right. You are going to be so hyper alert to that. And so that's that training of really just allowing, you know, experiencing those feelings and practicing, not letting those be the death of your activity for the day, or your, you know, it, let it prick your confidence for a second, but applaud yourself for noticing that and then move on anyway, because I struggle with that too. My whole life. I'm like, Oh, do you want to be angry? I'll be angry with you. Do you want to be happy? I'll be happy with you. Like, I don't need anything. Like I'll just be what you need. And, and that is wonderful in the coaching space, but it's not in the entrepreneur space. So kind of understanding that those two can kind of, they take a little work is complicated relationship. So good. Oh, so good, Jenny. Um, okay. So we're, oh my gosh, we're already 47 minutes in. Okay. So I want to give you the code you guys. And like, <laughs> you probably have heard me coach it before, but if you haven't, I'm about to blow your mind. It's super simple. It's super easy. And I want to address, um, Jennifer talks about, uh, charging. This is huge. Okay. And I want to circle back to that, but what, what I want you to understand is the code. Okay. And this is the ultimate code that you should be living your life by. Okay. And you guys, this is so funny. I usually have a whiteboard or even slides, but this is like so informal. So I have my, like my spiral bound notebook here. Okay. So most people operate this way. It's have, do, be. Okay. Have, do, be. Comment having below, having, okay, have to be. So this is how most people are living their life. It's saying things like, once I have 500 followers, then I'll launch my coaching offer, then I'll be successful, okay? Another example could be, um, once I have the confidence, then I'll go live, then people, you know, people will see me as successful, right? So it's very uh, circumstance driven, right? Having, okay. This technically is living. And I learned this from one of my mentors, James Wedmore. Some of you might be familiar with him. One, in, uh, one of, um, this is technically living your life from the outside in. You're constantly allowing your circumstances to drive 
your behavior. This is what we see 99% of the industry doing, 99% of the clients that come to us, this is where we catch them, okay? Now, differently, we're gonna flip that on its head and we're talking about living from the inside out. And you guys, this is so woo and so fluffy, but this is, again, this is the game, okay? We're living from the state of be, do, have, okay? Now, what this looks like is you're getting into the being and the feeling of who you want to become right now, okay? So how this might look like, and I know a lot of you probably have your eyes. We see a lot of you wanting 10K months, 100K a year, whatever that looks like. Place yourself in the future as yourself making that much, okay? And we're going to talk about what wealthy means here in a second. I want to make sure to keep on time here to an hour, but place yourself in the future as the coach who is already making 100K. Okay, what is she doing? How is she feeling, right? What does she have around her? I want you to, what we want you to do is start being in the state of that feeling all the time. Really start adopting that identity. This really is identity transformation, okay? All of entrepreneurship, it's identity transformation. You're constantly un, um, uh, you're constantly letting go of old identity stepping into new. It's an evolution, right? I'm experiencing this now in a, in, in a much different way as well. So what we need to do is stop letting circumstances, right? Just like we were talking about, like, do, you know, are you letting circumstances hinder the big things that you want to do, right? And you have to get in the state of being her today, right? Because what you're doing today is going to be very different than what you're doing as a 100K earner. Comment 100K coach below. 100K coach, okay? Now, again, we're using revenue or we're using the money as an indicator of, you know, that milestone. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit tomorrow, but really start getting into that feeling, okay? And from that feeling, that's where we operate. Okay, what would, a, what would 100K Kinsey do? How would she be feeling today, right? And that's how we drive our decisions. That's how we drive our behavior. Is this resonating with you guys? Give me some fire emojis below, okay? Jenny, what do you have to add there? Yeah, I love this because I think what it's really gonna challenge um, you guys to just sit into as you're envisioning be, do, have for yourself is really thinking about what you organically want. One of the questions that I'll start out a lot of sessions with that people get so pissed at is, what do you want? No, what do you want? Not what do you want that, you know, would be the best for your family? What do you want that would look the best socially? What do you want that would make you accepted in a certain circle? But what do you really want to create? Who do you want to be? That's what this comes down to. And not just thinking like, well, I don't know, everybody's house is kind of decorated in white. And like, I guess that's what I want. Like the kind of like Pinterest version of like outsourcing, crowdsourcing who your B is, but really stepping into who am I? You might supposed to be somebody super eccentric that wears like, I don't know, like maybe you're the moo-moo lady and like all of a sudden this identity comes forward and it's, it could be that it could be, but it's also from understanding what you want out of relationships in your life, what you want out of your situation. You know, to me, when I think of wealth, I think of freedom, what freedom do I not have now that when I met this next goal for myself, I will be able to be, be able to have and do from that point, but really being honest with yourself and not capping it. And just kind of making it up because you hope it's the carrot that's going to get you down the line. Like, 
So sometimes good. after carrots. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that you said that. And sometimes, you know, some people can see themselves five years from now. So, you know, you can always anchor in that, but some people are like, I don't know, like that seems so far away. I have no idea. So one, start with one year from now. What does that look like? Beck says, this is so funny because I imagine once I hit or I did just finally verbalize that goal to my husband. Oh wait, no, sorry. Up here. Um, I have the idea of getting a certain tattoo when I reach hundred K in revenue. And it makes me wonder if I should schedule that appointment now. I'm like, yeah, why not do it now? I love that Beck. That's so awesome. Oh, that's so cool. And she also says, I did just finally verbalize that goal to my husband, which is huge for me. It can. I think sometimes we hold these things to ourselves and we're so, and this doesn't, and you could or couldn't share with people, but it's more of the claiming of it and mm-hmm. 100% going all in, right? And again, it's not about achieving it. It's really claiming that for yourself and giving yourself the permission to go after it. This is so good. And he said, gross or net. This is something my husband would say. So analytical brained. Oh my gosh. So ridiculous. Okay. So we want to wrap up for you guys, because, um, this is super, we want to keep you to an hour and you guys have been so fire today. This is so fun. I could jam out literally all day long. Um, but I think what I really want to wrap up on is really thinking about, I want you guys to give yourself this space and time today to think about yourself one year from now. And really think about who is she, how much is she making, what is she doing, how is she feeling? And when I do this exercise, I'm able, I also get in the feeling state. And how many of you guys have kids, um, have kids, have a husband, like give me some yeses below. This is comprehensively, right? Because when you're in entrepreneurship, like it all sort of blends together. And of course, that's another, boundaries are another conversation, but it really does blend. And so when this is the journey to becoming, and so this isn't just about what you're making or how you're impacting. It's also, what are you, how are you showing up in your life, right? I'm always thinking about how do I want to show up as a mom? How, and this isn't, again, based on, you know, it, going back to what Jenny said, this isn't who I think I should be. Like I can't like Pinterest parties. Hell no. Like I'm not the birthday party mom. I'm not the treat mom. I will go take my daughter to do nails and I'll, I'll send her, you know, store-bought treats, but this isn't who you think you need to be or who others think you need to be. This is who does, who does Beck want to be one year from now? How is she showing up for herself? for others, right? And, and for, for her business, what does that look and feel like? And we're just going to give you that, that homework for today. Sit in it, anchor in it. Whenever you do your journaling, if it's, I've been doing, I used to do mine at night. I've been doing my, or sorry, I used to been doing mine. I used to do mine in the morning. I've been doing it at night, but literally just letting it flow. Now, one of the hacks that I learned is like, you have to give yourself more time than like 15 minutes, because once you kind of unlock, I think there's like a, I think it's like a brain, like your brain is going to overthink it at first. So just let it uh, overthink. And then at a certain point where you like, it's almost like you give yourself that permission to go deeper and stop overthinking it. Cause it's not, this is not math. This is not again, thinking of shooting. So allow yourself a good chunk of time to just journal about this and look at your year from now and really think about who are you being? And I think that's what I really want you guys to anchor in. Um, Jenny, do you have anything to add to that? 
No, I, I'm loving, I've been keeping up with the comments, you guys, and there's so much good stuff here, wherever you are at with those comments too, like incorporate that into your journaling and what's been coming up for you and what you're excited about. Because like Kinsey said, you don't, it doesn't matter the length of time, but really being able to look out and say, this is what I want for myself. This is what I was created, the life I was created to live really being open and honest with yourself and being excited about it. I think that's the biggest thing because sometimes there's, you know, not always the container for that. So this is it. Yeah. You know, and it's funny. So we skipped over a little, we'll, we'll go more into this tomorrow. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about the, the actual goal setting process. Okay. But one of the things I really want to make sure when, when we started to even um, vision storm this experience, wealthy, the term wealthy came up and we came like, what I really want you guys to start shifting in this goes this goes back to the being right and identity. And what I want, first of all, wealthy to us, and, and we all have our own terms of like what wealthy means. But when we coach you guys on becoming a wealthy coach, it's about being in the feeling of wealth, no matter what. Okay. Wealthy comes from a state of feeling first. Right. And of course, we want you to build impact and income in the form of revenue. Right. And and people. But it has to start with the feeling of it inside of you first. And so when you think about the one year from now, when you think about those big lofty revenue goals. Right. And and what it's going to take you to get there. First of all, you, you have to believe it for you. Right. And you hey have you. To Thank you so much for listening. Okay? It's so an it's honor really to be able to pour into the hearts and minds sure of like-minded entrepreneurs right? all over the world. Really but my most favorite part is being right? able to connect really with you in real like, life. If you love what you heard here, head over to the community where thousands of female CEOs just like you are changing the world one human at a time. Well, we go deeper into the topics we discuss here and give away tangible roadmaps to help you crush your revenue goals. To join this high caliber free community, head over to kinseymackis.com forward slash community. I'll see you there. Rolling it in. Okay. What I really want you guys to promise is hang with us throughout this week. Do not stop here, right? We're starting to get into the tactful of, you know, goal setting and revenue building and, and offer and, you know, all the fun things, but stay with us. Okay. Make the time to show up live. If you can't show up live, that's okay. Catch the replay, but hang with us. Cause this is so fun. So good. So right. good guys, Jenny, you were fire today. So good. I love you guys. And you guys are awesome. You. Tomorrow we're going to talk about goal setting the wealthy coach way. So fun. All right. You guys, tomorrow. You guys. Bye.